everyone, and welcome to Class 1A, a My Hero Academia podcast presented by Popped Off. As always, I am one of your homeroom teachers, Andrew Nimsgern, and alongside me are your other two teachers, James Graham and Dylan Beal. How are you guys doing today? I'm good. I'm excited to talk about more My Hero. Yeah, me too. We get through one of my favorite episodes this, like, in this part, so I'm looking forward to it. And this is definitely the part of the season that made me love season two so much, getting into the internships and all that kind of stuff. It's just, I don't know, I love seeing kind of the actual character development and getting into more hero stuff versus more class stuff. So I think this might be the favorite part of the season obviously but um yeah so yeah, don't worry um we are just going to kind of jump right into today's show we don't have too many announcements or anything like that just remember that right now we are just recapping seasons until we do reach october where we will be doing weekly episodes so these will be a little longer but just reminding each and every one of you that it will be much shorter episodes once october comes around um we're just trying to get everyone caught up and ready to go for the new season yeah and don't forget guys we say this all the time um but we are a brand new podcast so it really means a lot that if you tell your friends about it, um, get them listening in. And if you leave a five-star review on iTunes or any of the podcast platforms you listen to us on, that would be super wonderful and helps us out a ton. Yeah, and if you guys have any suggestions for like an additional notes, like something we could talk about um, after the show or like during the show, um, just uh, kind of let us know either on uh, Twitter at popped underscore off or emailing us at contact at poppedoff.com. Awesome. So... This is going to be obviously the second half of season two, episodes 26 through 38. So the internship arc, the stain arc, whatever you want to call, and then the final exam arcs are both in this one. And there is going to be so much in these episodes, so much, so many big things happen here. So more than ever, you two feel free to kind of hop in and cut me off if I am missing a big point do my best to kind of summarize but there's just so much that happens in a lot of these episodes and that's a problem with the recapping half seasons at a time is that it's very easy to miss kind of important details that happen later on but let's jump into the first couple of episodes and the first one is going to be episode 26 time to pick some names sports festival is now over and everyone is back to their first class mr Ozawa has finally kind of healed back up no longer has all his bad news on and announces that they're going to all need hero names because a lot of them got offers following the sports festival for internships at hero agencies it was then given away that all classmates will be attending um an internship the following week for one full week even if they did not get an offer so midnight comes in to help everyone come up with hero names i'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about the specific names um that everyone has like when we recap the episodes because there's some really good ones here um but uh deku ends up being offered one internship that we find out is by all might's former teacher who he's incredibly afraid of and then ida picks only one agency even though he got multiple offers which happens to be hostu where his brother was attacked and everyone sets off for their internships episode 27 is bizarre gran torino appears the internships start and deku meets gran torino who is now what anyone expects after all might being so afraid of him um deku begins to leave feeling that it's gonna be a waste of his time until torino starts to show off his power and forces him to fight and try to hit him it does not go very well he's not able to land anything 
Otherwise, we do go back to see Ida is just out on patrol and begins looking for Stain. And we start to be seeing other students are busy with their internships, training, and it's just getting little flashbacks between all of them. Um, towards the end of the episode, Deku starts to get all for one and really understands all of that. And I can't remember if it's going to be the end of this episode or the beginning of the next episode that he finally is able to control the 5% of... Um, one for all's power and that he learns that he needs to have it going through him at all times rather than turning it on and turning it off and um, we continue to see the comparison of extremely boring things is how Deku um, really understands his powers which I do love um, we move on to episode 28 which is um, Midoriya and Shigaraki um, so Deku is now able to use some of his powers and they begin to train a lot more um, after training so often that um Gran Torino decides that they need to head their way to Shibuya on a train to um, start training against real villains so that he doesn't get in the habit of just fighting against Gran Torino. Um, outside of that, we do see All Might begins to learn more about Nomu, how he has multiple quirks in his DNA, even though that is not possible and it seems that someone is giving those powers. Um, Shigaraki also goes to try and recruit Stain. Stain refuses to lose, uh, join the League of Villains and returns to Hosu. Shigaraki follows and releases several Nomu. Ida finds Stain, who is about to kill another pro hero, but is then injured. And then Deku and Grandorino's train is attacked on the raid to Shibuya um, by one of the Nomus. Um, episode 29, Hero Killer Stain versus the UA students. So Hosu is under attack. There are multiple Nomus going across the city. Um, Ida is obviously in the alleyway and Deku goes to try and find them after figuring out what is going on. Um, Grand Dorino and other pro heroes are fighting the Nomus and Endeavor shows up along with um, Todoroki. Um, Todoroki gets a mysterious text um, from Deku and begins to go um, and look for him. And then at the very end of the episode, um, Deku finds Ida right before Stain is about to kill him. They begin fighting, and right as Stain's looking down for Deku, um, Todoroki shows up and begins to fight Stain as well. Um, in episode 30, Climax, um, Ida fights off Stain's quirk and uh, joins the battle finally. Um, we do find out that Stain's quirk works, that depending on what type of blood you have, when he consumes your blood, you are then immobilized for either a couple of, I think it goes from like 30 seconds to a couple of minutes, depending on what type of blood you are. And it goes on just fighting. It's a really cool battle scene. Um, and in the end that the UA students end up beating and capturing Stain and saving the pro hero and then Endeavor and the other pro heroes defeat all the Nomu and capture them. Um, Ida and Deku end up with really bad injuries. Um, so following the arrest of Stain in episode 31, um, the aftermath of Hero Killer Stain, um, there is a kind of a creepy video going around all across the internet about how what his views were and just kind of bringing the um, villains out of the shadows. Um, most of that... Um, kind of reputation goes towards the League of Villains, which everyone is beginning to think those two are tied, even though uh, Shigaraki hates that because he really disagrees with everything that Stain stood for. Um, meanwhile, um, the chief of police comes in and says that either you guys are in incredibly trouble to the three UA students, or we say Endeavor is the one that saved the day, and ultimately they end up allowing Endeavor to take all the credit um, so that no one else is arrested for not using their powers without permission. Um, Ida apologizes to everyone for his rash behavior and decides to work on improving himself and being a real hero, which is something um, that he took away after um, some things that Stain said to him. And in the last episode, 
episode before we jump over to kind of our discussions of these couple of episodes is going to be episode 32 everyone's internships this is an original episode just for the anime they even break the third wall and kind of say that there um and we kind of see what everyone else did during their internships but it focused on mainly froppy and kind of one of her adventures there but that is such a quick and really kind of disrespectful uh, overview of the first couple episodes of this arc. There was so much that happened here. As always, we'll try to start at the beginning and work our way down, but feel free to kind of jump around to whatever you guys have for talking points on that because there's so much and so many points I'm going to want to bring up to kind of make up for missing a lot of it. Yeah, so I guess let's just start like with the names because this is a huge episode with a lot of talk, lot to talk about. Um, I love all the names. The names are really good. Uh, did you guys have any favorites that you really liked? Well, I think the one that everyone is going to say is, well, King or Lord uh, Explosion Murder. Bakugo's names. Like, <laughs> I even knowing that was coming, when I just watched that again two days ago, I laughed out loud. Like, that is just something that doesn't get old. It shows off and it just catches you off guard. And that's definitely one of my favorites. There's a couple other ones, but that's the one that just will make me laugh no matter how many times I watch this show. My I big one cannot stop twinkling. That's so good. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, his, his is pretty. His is pretty on point. My personal favorite is uh, it probably has to be Red Riot because it just it seems to be the one with the most amount of thought put into it, and it actually draws from like I mean, so does Ida's. Ida's and draws from his brother, but I mean that's like that's overplayed. Like we get some depth with Kirishima, and we actually know like how he like this previous hero that he idolized too, right? Which is nice. I like that. So big advocate for the side characters. But there's there's a couple of really bad ones. Like, okay, so um um what's his name? Ojiro? Oh, his hero name is Tailman. He does have yeah. a tail and he is a man. <laughs> like, that's a really bad one. And then there's a sugar man. Sugar man. Yeah, sugar, yeah that yeah, one's sugar really man. bad. Yeah. Um, I wish he would have just went with Sugar Rush. Sugar Rush would have been fine. He would have been named after his quirk. Yeah, I like that too. Um, Invisible Girl, like, while it's not bad, but it's kind of like the long of the other two, like, it's just your quirk in front of woman. Actually, I got a, I got a better name for, for Sugar Man. He should have been Ultimate Muscle, because that's clearly where he's from. Like, he, that's where he draws from. I, I would have loved some, some, like, obscure wrestler name. Or Kinikuman, which I think that he was just, just ported right over from that. Yeah. He really was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, uh, like, uh, cellophane's really good. Zero, zero, actually having like a good quality, which is uh, like a good thing, which is, I mean, because he's the like, they, it's a running gag in the show how plain he is, right? So, I'm glad he gets a he gets a, like a cool name. Yeah, and, I, and I'm really kind of sad about Shoto, like our uh, Todoroki when that first thing kind of came through. Like, I was really excited to kind of figure out what his hero name was going to be, and when he dis win with his name, like it does fit his personality a lot. But I feel like there's could have been, I wish I when I first watched it, I wanted him to be called Icy Hot. I know that was an insult by <laughs> Bakugo, but that would have been such a good name. And that could have just been so many memes for like brand sponsors and all that kind of stuff during the show. But um So I think, I think go ahead. I wonder if this is gonna run into like um maybe them actually getting real names like uh Todoroki and Bakugo. Cause like Bakugo doesn't really get a name because they're never really approved. So I wonder if these are actually going to, you know, kind of go on for a little bit. And another big story point we get is them choosing, like, you know, actual real, real hero names. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm sure that'll happen, like, in, uh, like, the third year and stuff like that is when a lot of that actually matters. But they did say that some of these will stick. And I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I, I think it was a really fun episode. 
Yeah, I think I think names like I think names like a Red Riot will probably stick. Like Kirishima will probably stick. Earphone Jack. Charge Bolt. Charge Bolt's another one. Yeah. Grape Juice Kaminari's will probably name. stick. Grape Juice is definitely sticking. It's good. Tentacle. Uh, I I really loved the Creaty. I didn't like Creaty. I think I think Creaty was 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 scuffed. I think it was a scuffed name. She could have come up with something better. Well, you also have to realize that it, it is translated a little bit. So that's like, true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. Any, but, I mean, no. yeah, we have everyone kind of got names. There's a couple others we can go through, but was there any other ones that really stuck out to you guys? Uravity for Ura, uh Uraco was kind of fun. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, um Froppy Rip. Yeah. Oh no. Screw Froppy. No. Froppy. Rip. Good. Rip. Alien Queen. Man. Rip. Alien Queen. <laughs> Should have kept that. That was another really good one too. And mm -hmm. I love. I love how they even kind of go back to showing uh, the actual Alien Queen from. Uh, I can't even think what the movie Alien? is. Alien. Alien. Thank you, God. <laughs> from Alien. I don't know yeah. how I can think of that. <laughs> and she ended up going with Pinky. But um, An another thing. Okay. Just. Just to. Just to. Like. Not to go down the rabbit hole too much, but. Izuku picking Deku was just so like fitting. I know it had I know it had to happen, but it was a cop out. Like it didn't like he could have come up with something better. He could have been small might. It would have been perfect. No, no, no. <laughs> you can't choose that, dude. Well, I mean, like no. Also, be, that would have been mad confusing if he had like his regular name Deku <laughs> and then his hero name. I yeah, I guess yeah. Like I like I get I get it had to happen. I'm just not happy about it. And I I know I, I think he will stick with this, but this could be another one that when everyone else does pick their official names, could be another really big kind of point because at that point All Might will definitely be out of his prime. I mean, it'll be no longer the age of All Might because that's kind of what we're moving towards of him being the next greatest hero. And I could see him honestly debating being All Might because I'm assuming by the time his third year comes around, people are going to know about his power. That's just an assumption I'm making. But that it, people kind of know that and have him taking up the All Might name would be something that I would love to see just after these obviously all his names that we kind of see in the flashback or around All Might or doing some kind of homage to him and his name for the final one. But it's a couple that's going to be a lot of seasons away before we get to that point. Mm. But um, yeah, yeah. So, Dylan, didn't you? I'm afraid to ask you this. You had some <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I have Let's something. Let's hear it, dude. Um, so I actually prepared uh, some hero names. Uh, I think I can workshop them here with you guys. Um, Ooh. So, yeah, so I have, I, have, I have some for you boys. So I was thinking about I was thinking about my boys and I was thinking about what they like and what their personality is. And I have a couple. So for Andrew, he is the big business hero, Advert. Advert. <laughs> oh my god. That's wicked. So that was what I had for you, Andrew. Okay. Because uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Andrew's into marketing and he's always the business guy. Whenever we're talking about like anything in esports or anything, he's always going straight for for the business angle. Um, and then for James, I had. Yeah. The healing hero, Apothecary. Oh, so this is, wait, let me explain okay. it in two for right, so one. Right. Obviously, you're in medicine, and you know, you heal people up. That's true. Number one. And Apothecary, I got it, because that is one of the, it's one of the, the, the 40k characters. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a space marine unit. Yeah. Didn't, yeah, didn't they also used to sell poison, and James drinks monster, which is as good as poison? <laughs> well, Apothecary is just like the... I guess potions and elixirs in general. Yeah. Like any yeah, sort yeah. of like that kind of thing. But cause, cause, cause James is a big 40 K boy. I am a big 40 K boy. I will talk to anybody about 40 K. I'll put that on the record. Now, did you, did you workshop one for yourself? 
Oh, I have one. Oh God. Oh, let's hear so, it. Let's give it to so, me. Let's so, hear it. So this one, I I, I told you boys before because this is where it came off of. But of course, I'm the shipping hero fanfic. <laughs> That's so bad. You haven't oh. even shipped anyone yet. It doesn't even make sense. He, yeah, he did. He did. He yes, shipped, I did. He shipped, he shipped Bakugo and Deku, man. That was his first ship. Did he really? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's true. Uh, it's, it's, it's the one true ship. The one true ship? I love it. Yeah, dude, I'll, ta- I'll take mine. Andrew, I think yours is, like, super suitable. I love that. I don't that. hate it. Advert? Kind of a cool name, too. I'm not a good big business hero. Right? So, like, also, if anyone else has any names uh, that they came up with for, like, either us on the show or maybe their own uh, hero names that are interesting, feel free to, like, leave that in the comments or tweet it at us. Or if you leave I a five-star review and tweet it at us or let us know some way, <laughs> Dylan will make one up for you personally. And we'll, let, we'll announce oh, all there of them we go. next yeah. week. Yes, just link me all your social medias and let me just stalk you for a week and then I'll figure it out. There you go. Um, Perfect. But let's move on to names now because I have a feeling we might talk more about them next week now. Um, But now we're kind of jumping into, I guess, is there anything else from that episode? So um, we're talking about the rest of that episode was kind of the internship arc, people who got offered. Anything you want to talk about about the variety of people getting offers or anything like that? I just want to jump right into the actual internships. Let's just go right into it because we do kind of bounce back in, in and out of like the internships and how they're going and stuff like that. So let's just go into it. So yeah, so moving on to the yeah, so we just kind of jump right into Gran Torino and what was everyone's first kind of initial reaction when? That's my energy. That <laughs> Gran Torino is my energy. Like he is a he's a doomer slash boomer. Like that guy. That guy. You can tell he's seen some shit, and I just I love that. I just love his name is Gran Torino just because he's like an old dude i just love how they just like re- just take references from stuff and just pull it in i i think it's a good meme yeah once it once he got it at, once he i heard his name i'm like old dude no he well, obviously no, was, but he, like, no but like like when his current state i just thought of clint eastwood the entire time no, like, yeah. That's like, <laughs> so. yeah exactly and i think that's why that's his name because obviously he's never he hasn't always been old dude but like for the sake of the show you just you started old he's got some benjamin button shit like <laughs> But no, I uh, I really I really like the introduction to Gran Torino. I thought like, you know, it's kind of it, it's it's a really nice contrast to how All Might is, and like to kind of see where he kind of got his like his tutelage from. Yeah, and some so, some of the little I, like teaching quirks that he has too. Like they even go back to showing that they'd say the same things or they have the smart and dumb side, and that All Might mm. really took a lot from him, which I really love seeing too. Because again. I love anything that expands on All Might and makes them well. They more also they, they also talk like very heavily about how All Might doesn't know what he's doing. Like as a teacher, like that was a big thing they kind of covered with the introduction of Gran Torino. Is that All Might was very much just winging it and he had no idea what he was doing with Deku. So and it really gets flushed out as soon as Gran Torino gets introduced. But let's, I am just so happy that Deku is no longer worthless. This was the episode where he finally gains even 5% of his power, and he's no longer worthless. I mean, obviously, we saw how strong he was, breaking his fingers and all that kind of stuff. But him actually being able to do something in fights besides to kill himself is so refreshing, and it changes the pace and actually gives excitement to battle scenes. Like, that's what makes the hero killer stain um, kind of arc so good is that battle scene and seeing him use his powers... It's just, I, I I was like watching it again. I was getting so sick of watching Deku kind of go through that beginning phase where he just kills himself over and over again and actually getting to a point where he does that much less. It's so refreshing, and I really love that kind of change in a character and character development. 
no, I totally agree. And so we were going back and rewatching all these episodes. And when we did season one, I was just, uh, I was just like so upset the whole time of like him hurting himself, like doing all these things. Like it was just so frustrating. I'm like, okay, come on, get to the part where he's like not terrible and he can actually do things. Cause I think the show just takes, like, it is a good show and it's awesome. Um, but I think it takes a turn and gets really, really good once he can actually start doing things without being useless, like you were saying. See, we're like, I don't disagree that it's like it, the show definitely takes a turn when he gets like the five percent. He understands how to do it. I like, I like that they had to flesh that out that he didn't know how to really like control his power, and it was just like this crazy like raw energy in, in him that he's just like, I don't know how to fucking channel this. I have no idea what I'm doing, so I'm just gonna blow it out in appendage and hope for the best because like. He doesn't know how to channel it throughout his body. And like I kind of said earlier, like All Might didn't really teach him how to do it everywhere. You know what I mean? He just taught him how to do it like all at once. So I think like I actually when I went through the rewatch and I started rewatching season one, like I was and even though when I watched it the first time, I was like, oh, OK, like I like this. Like he's trying to figure it out and he needs that. You need that because I didn't I wouldn't I don't think I would have liked it nearly as much if he just went right to that five percent kind of understood the channel through his whole body. He had to have that big learning curve and, it, and like it progressed pretty good. He went from blowing apart his legs and his arms to just fingers and then, you know, in hands and stuff like that. So and then he eventually gets the five percent. Oh, so I, I don't know. I, I I'm not trying to say just, that I'm happy I didn't it. like that. I feel like that was needed. But I'm just saying that now that he's at a point where we don't have to deal with that every single fight scene. Oh, yeah. It's no, so it is refreshing, better. right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that first season has to be a way it is to set it up and kind of show that character growth and development. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that how he fights now isn't a hundred times more entertaining and more fun. Before, it was Another him thing standing want, still. Oh, sorry. Because he could, he'd kill anyone he punched. Yeah, oh, exactly, right? Another thing I want to kind of touch on, too, is this is when we kind of started getting, like, supervillain or, like, anti-hero Ida. Like, we were starting to get, we were starting to see some dark shit with Ida, and, like, I was like, oh, man, I thought Bakugo was going to be the villain, and now it's going to be Ida because he's all edgy and pissed off. He's, uh, he's Tobey Maguire from Spider-Man 3, man. He's all dark now. <laughs> like, like, lame dark, though. Like, like lame dark, yeah, because it's Ida, right? So you can't take him totally seriously. Like, but at the same time, you're like, damn, dude, he's this guy's angry. This guy's really pissed off. So, yeah, I was like, oh, oh crap, we're gonna. This is the end of Ida. He's gonna go join the League of Villains because he hates Stain so much or some shit like that. Like, I see. I never up. saw it going that way. I mean, I definitely saw it ending up him fighting Stain, but I never saw him going farther than that. I always saw him that, oh, this might get him expelled or something like that. Like that'd be the worst I'd ever see in that we'd lose that character. But I never saw him going all the way evil. It's just that, yeah, it's revenge. It's something that is a really real human you, feeling, and that even yeah. someone that's picture perfect in school and all that kind of stuff still isn't immune to those emotions it's it's character development they're not going evil i don't know man look at anakin skywalker that guy just wanted revenge okay there's no younglings we're fine (laughs) there there could be be. there could be younglings he's just gonna go what is it reciprocal bursts younglings yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay um so before we so i mean yeah so we're not too much talk about here i mean kind of move into the stain fight is that where you want to go do we want to touch on some of the other internships before that what do you guys feel i don't know i really don't have anything else for for the internships uh per se so like if you want to do like stain as like a like a, a big thing and then kind of go yeah, back like to the internships thing. unless unless james you have anything to say about the internships i really i really like gunhead gunhead's really cool yeah <laughs> but uh yeah no i actually really liked um 
Uraka's uh, internship as well. I mean, I Bakugos was, was pretty sick too because Best Genius was really trying to just like mold that dude. I don't like Best but Genius. I think, oh, yeah. I think I think we can kind of leave that to the end because like I mean the stain fight and th- th- we get to see a lot of Endeavor too, which is, I think is really sick because we didn't know what Endeavor was capable of or how he kind of like operated until like this arc. Yeah. So Let, let's um talk about stain and then there is that one everyone else's internships. We're not going to dive deep into that episode, but we can talk mm. about our other expectives and all that kind of stuff there. So let's. Let's kind of jump into the whole kind of Nomu hero stain arc here and just kind of getting into that alley and seeing stain for the first time was so fucking creepy like he dude they did they did up, such a good job of making a super villain with him yeah he was he was he was wicked he's so like but like like the, i think the big the big thing i think that really like seals the deal with stain is how uh like passionate he is about what he's doing right it's like it's like the fervor that he puts into like everything is ridiculous yeah and i, and I think that that's kind of what it is and that he made some really good points too like he's not yeah, i mean it, it reminds me a little bit of a thanos character that you can see both sides and that ida came here just for revenge not to try to kill the not try to save the pro hero, but just came there to kill, which is not something a hero can do. And that is what Stain is trying to remove is to get everyone back to the original ways of the hero. I don't disagree with the no, I don't agree with not getting paid or anything like that, but that so many heroes are out here just for uh, fame and glory. And they're not here to actually protect people, which is why he takes a liking to Deku and why he almost kills Ida right away because he sees though all those things that he doesn't want in a hero in Ida. I didn't. I don't like him. I'm gonna say it. I don't like him that much. Um, I don't know. I mean, so like when I'm watching the show, um, I can definitely get into it, and I, um, I turn that like I, I guess the negative thought I have about him, uh, in my head off completely, and I just sit and I enjoy it because he's like really edgy, and it's like hell yeah, let's just go full edge on this. He has like a, a you know his thing is with blood, and he has like a big sword, and it's like cool, but like um, when I'm actually like taking a step back, and I'm like okay, well, how is this actually as a story? I know I don't like him that much. He feels really edgy. He feels like a plot device just to bring up the fact that, like, oh, there's this thing in hero society. Like, yeah, like, we're going to have this little problem. Sometimes people want to just do it for glory or for money. And I feel like he was used to bring that, like, idea of the world in there because he's there and gone very quickly. Um, And, like, even though he does have some lasting repercussions onto, like, the story, at least in ripple form, it feels like he is here and gone really quickly and it didn't feel like he was a major like villain that we had to worry about like the league of villains because it's always like the league of villains have been there for a long time they're always lurking in the shadows they're doing stuff but he just felt like a flash in the pan so to speak and i i don't know it that that kind of anti-hero feels a little overdone for me or i i guess not even anti-hero but like hero villain kind of mix super edginess i feel like it's a little overplayed yeah, I think it's definitely a concept that's been like done a lot in like a lot of like a lot of media and stuff like that. Like, I don't think his the, the, the his archetype I think has been has touched on a lot. Um, I think aesthetically, I kind of like them. Like, I mean, like, yeah, he was like, I mean, he looks like a really evil n- human ninja turtle because he doesn't have like a nose or anything like that. But um, you know, I think I, I like the look of them. Uh, I found when I was watching, I didn't feel like he was there and gone. Like, I think if I go back and rewatch him, be like, oh, like, Stain was kind of like an afterthought really quickly, especially as we get into later seasons, everything like that. But um, I found at the moment, like, when I was watching in the show, like, 
you know, like like week by week, I was like, man, Stain's a that guy's an issue. Like, what's go, what's gonna go on with him? Uh, and like, I mean, his whole arc was a, like a, like a good chunk. It was like a solid like, I don't know, like eight or nine episodes that he was a, like a pretty big deal, I think. So, I don't know. Um, I agree that it's like again, it's kind of an overdone archetype. Um, but like, I mean, I think it's I think it's another world building thing that he kind of brings it back. Like, hey, this is how it used to be. This is like, I mean, I mean he might be a plot device for that, but I mean, he was a good plot device. You know what I mean? I, I disagree, but I think what you're saying is all right. Like, I think you bring up good points, but I do disagree with them. Yeah, I, I don't know where I'd stand after kind of listening to both years, too. But I, he he was a flash in a pan. But I think kind of on characters, it had a bigger impact than the world around it. Sure. And I, I don't I don't think the repercussions was that um, some heroes are doing for glory and all that kind of stuff. It was more towards the recruitment and that. Um, the passion. I mean, everyone. I mean, I, I'm a big Harry Potter fan, so you go behind that. That a lot of people got behind Voldemort because of the passion and seeing that passion and tying it in with the League of Villains is ultimately what the ripple was on, and that's why they were able to recruit and grow again is because of that ideology that he had and the passion that he had, which a lot of people can get behind someone that's so charismatic. I mean, they even said that in the show that the similarity between All Might and the Hero Killer Stain was charisma and that's why so many people believe in them is because of how passionate and how charisma they charismatic they are or when they're talking to other people about that but i mean you also I see think it, it definitely puts Ida down the right path he doesn't go down away it continues evolves the relationship between um deku and uh todoroki and it also sets up the point, which is for an arc for season three, that they can't just use their powers whenever they want. Like, there is still repercussions using your powers out in the world, which happens in the aftermath of the whole fight, is that these students could have gone to jail if it wasn't such a big thing and if things wouldn't have gone that way. That, like, you can't just go out and defeat villains still. Like, they're still students and setting up that world building still. I think... It had bigger impacts than it has, even though it was just such a quick flash in the pan that he was actually in the show. Yeah, well, I think that's kind of what Dylan was saying—that he had like a ripple effect, right? Like he does, like he does his influence, like in his like his character has like influences like across the show, but like in in his moment, it's very short. You know what I mean? I do think his speech is like very like I think like his big like monologue was really really crazy, um, and I think the animation for that was sick too. Um, but like, yeah, like you know, I, I kind of like even even after hearing the arguments, I kind of stand at where I'm at. Like, I'm 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 happy with my stance on Stain. Yeah, I think my big thing is I just wish that it he was a bigger threat for longer, um, because I think the idea of like this one rogue dude coming around and just picking off heroes and stuff is like a really scary thing for this world. Because like before, it's like you don't really think about people dying, especially with having um recovery girl and stuff, just like killing people up super quickly. It's like. He's going around killing heroes. Like, that's a big or deal. Or seriously injuring. Super... He didn't kill all of them. Well, yeah, yeah. But, but, I mean, still, there was ones that he, like, you know. His name is the Hero Killer. So, like, he's going around doing all this stuff. And I think that's that would have been really cool to see a more of a, like, a like a build up to it. Like, I know we saw it during, like, the sports festival and all that. But, like, it would have been cool to see if this was, a, like, an ongoing thing a little bit. Yeah, I, I think, think, with, I like, think that's I just think yeah, no, no. I think with like when we're actually going back to recap it, it seems like a lot shorter than it. Like it, like it, it really condenses it, and you're like, wait a second. This only was like the end of the sports festival when Ida basically finds out, and like episode thirty slash, you know, yeah, like basically episode thirty. Like th that's not a lot of time. That's not a lot of time passed. It felt a lot when we were first watching, but I found when the review happens, I'm like, oh, okay, he wasn't really along around that long. 
But yeah. But go on. But yeah, like I think we need to get to we need to get to my boy Endeavor. We need to we need to discuss how nutty he is. Yeah. So we can kind of I mean, if there's nothing else there, I mean, we see all three of them working together. We see Deku using his power in an actual fight and seeing kind of what he's now capable of. I mean, anything else about the actual fight part versus actual stain that we want to talk about, or do you want to move on to the other side of Hosu City? It's a um, good fight. It, it, yeah, I was gonna say like animation wise, um, it was it was super well done. It was really well between the three of them. Um, I don't think it, I, don't, I still don't think it beats Deku versus Todoroki. I still don't think it touches it because, but I think it was still really really well done. So yeah, so let's jump over to the other side of Hosu City, which is Grand Endeavor. I mean, <laughs> Grand Torino, um, Endeavor, and other pro heroes kind of fighting off the Nomu. So James, you're super hyped about this. So I'm gonna let you just lead on it. Yeah, dude. Because then we we find out the number two hero is actually like he's kind of sick, man. Like he like, but he like he make so he's so powerful with just fire that he can like run on walls because he literally just he melts it to his feet. That was so fucking cool. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure like his super nasty quirk was called Hellfire, which is even like even scarier. Um, like he melts the Nomu's head. Like that dude does not care. And like you gotta he kind of makes you wonder like the hero structure. I'm like. Really, we're gonna let this guy then is the number two. Imagine if he was number one. Oh, like, well, like you know, we we kind of do, but I mean, like, you know, it's you know, he's 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 not as like he's not as like ah like poster boyish as all might. You know what I mean? He's much more of like I'm getting it done and I don't give a shit how I'm doing it kind of guy, right? So I don't know. I I was really happy because I mean, like. I'm a, like like I've said this a hundred times. Like I'm I'm a huge fan of the other characters outside of the main plot points, and Endeavor is definitely one of those really big ones because he's number two, right? Um, and you kind of want to see how these guys operate to what made them that status, and now we kind of get to see how Endeavor kind of like operates to get him to that his status and where he's at. So that was a really good like a really fun experience for me because I was like, damn man, like Endeavor is he's nasty, right? So I was happy with it. I really like seeing the the scale of power in this show. Um, and that's like one of my favorite things because like we see all like uh, you know all the students like oh they have really cool quirks and they're really powerful and stuff and then like Endeavor comes out and he's like no like I'm the second best hero of all time like just and he just goes nuts on everything which I think is really cool I like those like little I guess like reality check moments so to speak mm, to get yeah. a scale of where everything is I love it I think it's great uh, we, we get those things a little bit when All Might does stuff where he'll like move super fast and no one can see him or anything like that um, but I love it. I, I really love the, uh, seeing him in action. Yeah. And especially with Endeavor, like, it's like, I mean, like, yeah, you get like, it, it's another, it's another, like, uh, a, a tangible thing that you can kind of put on. Cause like all my, he's like, he's basically a Saiyan man. Like he just runs around. He beats the shit out of stuff super and he does it all with crazy strength super fast but with Endeavor he's pure firepower right like and I mean you get to see that because you're like oh Bakugo is super crazy like he can do these blasts and stuff like that Todoroki's super crazy because he has ice and fire and then you see Endeavor and you're like uh, okay all right <laughs> like let's just let's class 1a is uh, like they're hot but they ain't they ain't, they ain't hellfire hot you know what I mean like no, yeah, I, I just really enjoyed this entire kind of action scene here. That it was really cool to kind of have it bouncing back and forth there. And you see a little bit more about the relationship between Todoroki and um, Endeavor in these couple of episodes, too. So, I mean, I don't think you guys have much more to really add on top of that. I mean, he's, he seems almost like an unbeatable force, very, very similar to Almighty. It was very cool to finally see him in action. And there's not much on the Hosu side of things I want to really jump into besides the fact that I, I, I would still love to see Endeavor fight the nomu from um 
the season one and seeing how he that melted is. his face dude he just melted his face said that they were meant to be much weaker than um the original one so seeing how he would have compared against them would have been something very curious because it's really hard to tell what that gap is between endeavor and all might without having some kind of similar like test and that would have been the best way yeah. into seeing how much destruction that those three weak nomu did and just really going back to show that that one strong nomu that all might beat was an even bigger deal because of how powerful these three were and how much it took to take them down yeah Yeah, go ahead sorry yeah i was gonna say i think this jumps kind of into like um whenever you're talking about scales of power um this is kind of stuff that like we as fans kind of have to like do on to the side because it's like okay well you have this Nomu who's like way stronger than the other ones, right? Um, and All Might beat him, but also this is All Might at his like, like he's weak All Might. He's like not even strong compared to like Golden Age All Might, right? And so you have to like do those comparisons kind of off to the side in your head, and you're like, whoa, like can you imagine like what if All Might showed up to this when he was at like 100%, right? It would have been nuts. Oh, he just he destroy everybody. Yeah, exactly, right? I and think. I, uh, sorry, ahead, keep going. Sorry. So yeah, I think I think the big thing is is that we actually see a contrast in like personalities too because Endeavor unlike all like all I to me All Might is like All Might Superman or like Batman or like a very stereotypical character where they don't want to kill anybody, they don't want to do anything like they you know, they want to incapacitate somebody, but they want to see everybody brought to justice. Endeavor doesn't care about justice. Endeavor just wants to get the job done and he does it like he like we see it. he literally just like he doesn't take the no movement for studying. He's just like, you know, I'm just going to put my hand on its head and literally melt it. So like, I mean, it makes me wonder like how somebody with those characteristics like personality wise made it to where he is but i mean again it's on popularity like i mean endeavor is kind of like an edgy hero too right because he does go through those means right he's kind of like i compare i compare like all might and endeavor to like batman and moon knight they're they both do the same thing but one is way dirtier about doing it i i mean we also have that's a that's an obscure marvel and dc reference for everybody we also have bakugo who i mean it's also going to be... Yeah, but Baku, Baku goes, like, uh, despite the fact he keeps saying he wants it to kill everybody, he actually hasn't done it yet. Well, still just... And it's more of... It, I know, but it's more... See, with more with Bakugo, it's more of a trope, because we've seen... We've seen Bakugo, like, honed in and everything like that and focused, and that all that shit leaves, like, immediately. Like, it all, like, that, like, that's all very much his persona, but it's not actually Bakugo, right? But with Endeavor, like, in, like Endeavor is, like, focused Bakugo, except he's like expressive Bakugo too, where he just kills everything. Right. So I think that's our two, our two big differences. Right. I thought Ida was going to kind of go that way of endeavor where he just like wants to get the job done quick and dirty. And like, you know, with this whole, but I mean, we kind of like after the whole climax with stain, like you kind of see Ida go back to being normal. Ida not staying in this like hyper-focused hellbent on uh revenge. Ida. Yeah. Um, anything else from the Hosu or, um, hero slayer? Your color. Yeah. yeah. I think I have, think one, I have thing one more thing to okay. bring up because it's one of the last things. Uh, so correct me if I'm wrong because uh, my memory on this part's a little fuzzy. Uh, but the very last thing that we really see, is it the mayor? Is he the mayor? Do you mean the police chief? The police chief. That's it. Yeah, the police chief. I love the police chief. He's just a dog. <laughs> he's just a big dog. He's... I love that. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, he's and just a dog. Wolf's... Just. 
just like the policeman like, who's just a cat like yeah 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 we were talking about that earlier i love i love that that the, the cork is like oh he's a cat and he's just a dog but we and, and i love that we start getting like more of those like we just get like he can do whatever a dog can do he can do whatever a cat can do you know like and we just keep getting more and more of those so it, 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 I, I i love it man. i'd rather be a cat than a dog we had to pick between those two though cats always i'd rather be an orca nine lives Oh my god! When do you fall over and need to land on your feet? Often, okay, you though? fall. Yeah, you, yeah. You're doing a repair to your roof. You fall off your roof. You're landing on your feet. Yeah, but then you break your legs because you fell off. But of cats a roof, don't dude. break their legs. Well, some of them do. Yeah, that's I mean, often. Like if, if a cat fell from high enough, they would break their legs. Yeah, dude, that's sick, man. Why are we talking about this? You're messed up, man. Not always. Yeah, oh. I just want to drink water like with my like with, like out of a bowl, like slopping <laughs> all around the place. Yeah, exactly, right? Okay, so and you're a wolf. Now, instead of talking about cat versus dogs for the rest of the <laughs> podcast, um, so everyone else's internships. I mean, anything else that kind of stood out from there? We talked a little bit about it there. I mean, my favorite, obviously, was Mineta with uh, Mount Lady and how he now thinks oh. all, all girls are just evil after her. But um, anything else that kind of stood out to you guys? Uh, we get to see like we so there was a, I got a couple I got a couple points so I'm gonna bang through them really quick. Um, we see best genius try and mold Bakugo into a more like publicly acceptable hero, which goes horrendously. Um, but like I mean, you get to see how best genius really approaches the hero scene. You also get to, I can't remember her name, but who Kendo and Yazurozu was are under the uh, who's like a very like she's very much a personality, and that's like. Yeah, she's got like the snakes and stuff like that. Um, you get to see that aspect too, where you just see kind of see somebody who's like really embraced kind of everything that Stain was kind of going on about, like about the popularity and like why that makes you like you know why they earned you more money and stuff like that. So, um, that's such a good point. I, yeah, I never even thought about that, that. That she's kind of like the exact person that Stain was talking about. I never, I never, yeah, that never came together for me. Yeah, so I mean, like, I, I like how you get like. The the internships are good because it is more world building, not just on like other heroes and stuff like that, but how each hero kind of perceives the uh, how, the hero scope, I guess. And I'm I'm pretty sure just going back to Eda, I'm pretty sure his 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 mentor was the normal hero. Yeah, I think that I think yeah I don't know what his quirks were, but either. he was just called the normal hero. So I thought that was good. Um yeah, Dylan, that's my rant. Inter- that's that's all of them. Internships for you. Um, I just liked a lot of them because it felt like we got pretty good, concise growth uh, for some of the characters. Um, I think I was talking about it a little bit earlier, um, but like Uraka, like actually kind of learning some stuff, which is cool because it's like, oh, like it's another hero that can do cool things again. Um, you know, same thing with like Deku, like, oh, he's like useful in a different way now. I really like that because it's, I don't know, I really like the. I, I think I'm a big sucker for, like, all the fights and stuff like that. So I love to see the heroes, like, grow and get a lot stronger. Um, so it's exciting. It's good. Um, I like most of them. It did seem weird that Froppy got her own episode. <laughs> like, that's she was, like, 90% yeah, yeah. of this episode. And I, I don't feel like she was ever a major part of the show. She was always one of the more prevalent characters. But it's that they decided to randomly give her a full episode about drug smuggling seemed really weird <laughs> she's a fan she's a fan favorite is i she? think yeah i think why. yeah i mean she she is like she out of like outside of the main cast like froppy is like one of the one of the higher up ones definitely. yeah and i guess we got a lot about bakugo and obviously Todoroki, and we saw quite a bit about them but i, I still feel like i would have rather seen a full episode about a lot of other people versus her but 
It was a fun episode. My Cyboy characters got robbed, man. They got robbed. Uh-huh. I mean, we get to see Jiro being kind of useful, which I think was was cool because she was under Death Arms. Yeah. And you get to see her use her quirk as like a reconnaissance thing, right? So that was pretty dope. But um, yeah, I guess anything else from the first six episodes? I think we talked about it quite a bit, and it's, but is there anything else you guys want to go back and touch on before we kind of move into the final exams? Uh, no, I'm good. Let's go. Let's, let's move it along. All right. So now jumping back into recaps, um, episode, what is it now? 33? 33 is going to be a Listen Up, A Tale from the Past. So this is kind of one that didn't fall under either one of the arcs, but it's just a super, super important episode. So it's where All Might actually goes back and tells the truth behind the all for, the one for all quirk. We learn about the two brothers. We learn about All for One, a man who can steal and grant others quirks and take it from wherever he wants. And ultimately, he decides to give one to his brother, who has the quirk that is only able to take... To, to collect quirks from, no, but to pass quirks down between generations, I'm sorry, is his only quirk, which they couldn't tell until it all happened. Um, and it's just kind of revealed that one for all, I mean, all for one actually was not destroyed years ago when All Might fought, that he's actually back and he's a real mastermind behind the League of Villains. Um, not a lot happened. It's just kind of a whole story about the whole background, so there's not much to talk about here, but it's just such a super important episode for especially for world building and understanding more about the quirks and kind of how those two are connected and that they literally started from a pair of brothers um moving on to the next episode gear up for final exams so final exams are approaching and there is going to be a written and a practical exam um we found out that uh yoko rozu is super rich and has a tea party in her what it was like great hall or something like that she called it um kendo tells deku and the friends that the exam will be against robots um and then everyone learns a couple days later that it actually is going to be in pairs against their teachers as this is kind of an abnormal class and they feel like training against robots is no longer um good enough um for each pair to pass they have much either escape or defeat the teachers so the next three episodes is just all the fights so instead of going it by episode one by one i am just going to go through all the pairs their outcomes any bullet points anything kind of like that so this is going to be the next following three episodes with the which is yayo uh Ruza rising stripping the varnish and katsu uh, bakugu origin so the first matchup is going to be Kirishima versus and uh, Sato versus Cementos. They just try to brute forces, punching through the walls, ultimately end up losing as they both run out of energy and Cementos can just do it eventually. So they both fail that exam. On um, the next group is going to be Sue and Tokoyami against Ectoplasm, which I want to say probably is a teacher with the very coolest power out of all of them. It's my favorite power. Um, but they kind of use their powers together to just escape. And instead of fighting, they just try to... Um, no, actually, no, they don't. They plan on escaping, but then use um, their powers together to capture them with the handcuffs. Um, the next one is going to be Ojiro and Ida versus Power Loader. Um, looks like they're going to fail, and then ultimately, um, Ida just ends up throwing Ojiro over top from through the um, final ex- um, through the escape post to pass. 
um, Yayoi Rozo and Todoroki versus Eraserhead is kind of one of the more main ones. Um, there's kind of a little bit more of a story arc here, kind of about how Yayoi Rozo was so kind of down and not confident in herself, despite being very confident as school started after being um, losing so easily in the sports festival. So it's kind of about how their communication wasn't great, how she needed to have trust in herself and her own abilities rather than always relying on others after losing so much. And they ended up... Um, winning in the end um the next one was going to be um uraka and ayama versus 13 um ultimately um uraka and they end up winning kind of another little only story part from this that was kind of unique is that this is kind of the first hint that uraka actually does like deku because um ayama asked her about it and that causes a little bit of a stumble but they ended up still winning um, and the best of, I think, all of the uh, matchup is going to be Kaminari and uh, Mina versus uh, Principal Nezu. Um, we learn a little bit more about his quirk, that he has what is a master strategist that can destroy things and kind of see, like, predict the future. with What is his quirk exactly again? It's hard to describe. It's basically, it's basically like premonition. Like, he kind of, like, he can kind of, like, see, like, things and how they're going to happen, like, a couple steps ahead. Like, yeah, so I, I, I it, it is kind of like that, but it's just being a really, really good strategist. So I, I, I saw it as like, like a, like a chess master of where he could see a bunch of moves ahead. That kind of like deep thinking. Yeah, and that, yeah, that was like almost his exact name. But pretty much what he does is he cuts off all the paths so that they can't escape, except for one. He was nice enough to leave one so they could escape, but they ultimately run out of time and both fail. Um, and then Koda and Jiro go up against President Mike, both of which struggle a lot because they both have sound-based quirks against President Mike. But they ended up winning ultimately in a very disgusting way by having Koda get over his fear of insects and having the insects just cover and go into President Mike's mouth, which is just a, a fear of mine forever. Um, the next one is going to be Soji and Hak- Hakure versus Snipe. Um, pretty much... Um, so Shoji just distracts enough so that Hakure can put on the cuffs to win. Um, and kind of another unique one is going to be Sero and Mineta versus Midnight. Um, this is just a funny fight because Mineta gets so upset about uh, Midnight and Sero. Sero pretty much ends up being um, incapacitated right away. And Mineta has to find a way to use um, his balls to stuck. <laughs> Um, to um, st- uh, stop her from moving and then ends up escaping. And he's actually the only one to pass out of the pair because Sarah was immobilized so quickly that he ended up failing Mineta passed. And then in the one that got a full episode is going to be, of course, the pair of Bakugo and Deku versus All Might. I mean, this is just fan service 101. Like, it has to be this way. It's going to give Dylan maybe another opportunity for a scoreboard, but pretty much they both have very different ways of approaching how they want to tackle All Might. Deku feels that he's too much and that they have to run away, while Bakugo, of course, wants to fight head-on. Ultimately, Bakugo um, and Deku have to work together and they end up winning, but it does kind of show that Deku always looks up to All Might too much, and that kind of blinded his decision-making process. Process, and it kind of took this fight for them to work together and decide that running always isn't always the best case scenario against someone that's much stronger than you and was a little bit of character development we got some flashbacks about go and kind of him growing up and why he feels this way and why he is so hateful towards um deku which is obviously why it's called his origin episode but um they do barely manage to beat even though they were both severely injured in the end 
And then to wrap up the season, um, they do announce that everyone will be going to a summer camp. The people that did fail will still be attending, but they will have to do additional classes while at the summer camp. So in um, leading up to um, the summer camp, all the classmates do end up going shopping. Um, before that, at the League of Villains hideout, a couple visitors do show up and express interest in joining the League of Villains because of Stain. Shigaraki absolutely hates this, that the Stain's ideology is what's bringing people in, but he does take advantage of it to continue to grow. Um, and then at the mall, Shigaraki and Deku run in and kind of have a very tense kind of showdown and conversation about a lot of things and kind of where things are and it's a really cool episode but it does end there with everyone getting ready and grouping back up to go to summer camp which will be the end of season two and would be starting season three um for the summer camp arc which we will cover next week but again a lot of arcs a lot of cool fights a lot of really cool combinations that we got to see kind of even um in the first half of the season so we'll start at the beginning and kind of go through um, anything from like kind of All Might's history before we move into the actual final exams? I think this, I really like this because it sets up like the big narrative, right? And it really builds up the really big story. So that's why I really like this episode. Yeah, I, I don't like really, where this is leading. Yeah, I don't have like too much to like add to it um, as far as like, like as an episode itself. Um, I just like, I think it like this was needed. Like we really did need this like background to kind of figure out why this, why it was, like, you know, why things they are the way they are. Um, so I was happy it happened. Um, we, we got it pretty early. Like season two is like a good spot to kind of get this, this kind of over overlapping like narrative. Um, yeah, I was, I was overall happy with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think they, they definitely yeah. been alluding to it a couple of times. I mean, in one of the Grand Torino episodes, um, he kind of asked like what it was like to train him and his previous, um, his predecessor and all that kind of stuff. And it kind of catches um, Grand Torino off guard that Deku doesn't know any of that now. And it's kind of alluding and whenever the police officers come in and talk about Nomu, um, they kind of allude to one for all being around still. So it was definitely needed because they had done so many teasers, in the first kind of couple of episodes of these two arcs that if they would have just left it for too long it would have felt weird but yeah not too much again to talk about but it is such a needed episode it is so cool to kind of see that and again kind of giving us all the information about all might and obviously the one for all and the all for one quirk that is so important to the show but yeah so then we do kind of move into final exams i mean there was the one. Oh, this is where this is where it gets spicy. Yeah, so there is Good kind of the one here. episode leading up to um, the final exams where we're kind of learning about it. I don't know if you have anything there. Otherwise, we can just jump into talking about the actual fights. I mean, we find out Momo is like loaded, but I mean, like, and we find out like you actually find out like intellectually where everybody sits because they actually do a oh, ranking right. on where they sit, right? So I mean, which is kind of cool. Um, you find out Bakugo is like not an idiot. Yeah, like, and like, in top even, ten like, somehow too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's dude. That's why he's in class one A because he's a big brain boy. So in, in that in that uh, that scoring, I didn't actually see. But who was higher? Was it Bakugo or Midoriya? I think it's I think it's Bakugo. I, th I thought it was Midoriya. I think. Take, take a take a look at us for us, Andrew. While we while me and An while me and Dylan get to start talking about all the fights for finals because this oh my this, God. this shit is lit, boys. It's awesome. It's really good, and I mean. Again, I, I'm sorry I keep going back to this point, but it, it is like the scale of power, and I love to see it because also, you know, towards the end, they're like, oh, by the way, they were like, it actually wasn't even their full force. 
Yeah, because they they were all they. I think they had like the limiters on that like made them only operate at like fifty percent, like at like at yeah. best. So, I mean, yeah, I think let's kind of go through it like through the beginning, like through like in order, right? So we get we get uh we get Tokiyami and Sue against Ectoplasm. Ectoplasm is super cool. I wish he had more of a body and he wasn't just a trench coat, but I mean, like I'll take it. Um. I think I think their fight was really cool. It was another one that had a bit more attention to it, I think, because I mean, like Froppy is a bit of a fan favorite, and Tokiyami's like, you know, pretty dope. But I think their fight was really well done, and how they kind of did it, and how they, like, I mean, we get to see Dark Shadow becoming a little more, like, operating in, in the light, which I think is cool. I think we got the I think we got the results in, boys. Who got who got ranked oh, higher in the final you, exam? Why did I know when he wanted a result? Um, no, no, no. Let's just go, right, so go back to it right now before we get too far. The top five was going to be uh, Yagi Rosa, Ida, Bakugo, Midoriya, uh, Todoroki. I guess we'll go down a couple more. Sue, he, uh, Jiro, Ojiro, Mineta, Shoji were the top ten. So, Golden. so that means Bakugo is better than Deku in this yes. instance, isn't it? He means he's smarter oh, than so him. So yeah. that brings. That's gonna bring it up, three to three, boys. We're all Ooh, tied up. There here. we go. There we go. Right on. So yeah, do you guys have any points on uh, Tokiyami and Subu against uh, against Ectoplasm? Um, Ectoplasm's sick. Yeah. sick. Ectoplasm Such a cool is sick. He's a really cool character aesthetically. Yeah, I like how he's scary. Like he's a hero, but he's scary. Yeah, aesthetic. Like he's like he's another, like another Aizawa. Like he's just like a scary dude, right? Like yeah. Um, yeah, then we go on to Ida in Ojiro, which we finally get to see Power Loader, who I thought was just like the weirdest little mole man. Yeah. Like, and he's still he still is a weird little mole man, but um, it was cool because I like I like like, and this is a theme throughout all the final exams is that you get to see people paired up against who like that that is not their like forte, like it is not people they're good against. Power Loader creates giant holes for Ojiro, who uses a tail for mobility, and Ida, who like runs. So I mean, like it makes sense, right? Um, the first one, I don't really know how, like, ectoplasm, I think ectoplasm kind of is, like, one of the neutral ones that could kind of go against anybody, but, uh, uh well, no, yeah. um, so, so it was really kind of going against, um, f- um, what's, oh my god, why am I blanking on his name? Tokiyami? Tokiyami, thank you. Um, it you was go. going against Tokiyami because he's incredibly, um, weak against close range. It wasn't as much the disadvantage right. against yes. Froppy. Um, as it was against Tokiyami, because once dark, once you get inside Dark Shadow's range, that you really have to fight close combat. So that's where that disadvantage was. I have, I have a whole sheet here of how they're at a disadvantage of that. Oh, so perfect. if you have any other questions, there we go. Do you guys have any uh, any anything for Ida and Ojira or Ojira? No, I mean it was a really quick one. No? I mean I thought it was a creative way to kind of get over it. Just go throw over the dirt if you can't run over the dirt. Just throw them over it. But. <laughs> And then we get and then we get Momo and uh, Todoroki against Aizawa. Like I love Aizawa. Like so anything with him in it is great. Um, but yeah, like this, I talked about this on our previous episode. How we kind of see like Momo like starting to like mentally break down because she's not as hot as she thought she was. Well, right as far I as like say that. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, like she's not as like she's you know she's not a top class as she thought she was because she again she was one of the ones she got in on recommendations so she probably felt like she didn't need to prove herself and then she got her ass beat by Dokoyami so um, yeah so it was nice to see her kind of like get out of that and uh, Todoroki really enable it so that was good it made and nice seeing Todoroki not being a, like this passive aggressive dick the entire time yeah, and, and again it's another showing that aizawa is actually a good teacher that he paired oh, these great. two up i love the dude because of this i mean you could have put anyone against aizawa and it would have been an unfair matchup for them but 
that these two really needed to be together and that there was a really good teaching lesson that he did go easy on them so that they could pass, but they learned the lesson they needed to, which was super important. And anyone saying that I was not a good teacher isn't really watching close enough. Yeah, I totally agree. And a lot of these just seem like, oh, um, you know, the students are doing well, so they passed the exam. But this, it really felt like this was a really good fight because they actually learned something and they grew as characters. So it was wonderful. I, I actually really, really like this one a lot. Yeah, and then we then we go into like the bulk episode where we kind of get rid of like they, like again this is one of my favorite ones because we get so many other characters right we get Yuraka <laughs> Yuraka and Ayama like or like I just, that was like the goofiest one it was like it was pure memes because like he was just like oh so you you're like you're kind of into Deku right and then it just like totally throws her off and I like yeah I was trying to think back and I was like they lost that didn't they but no they actually they actually ended up winning it so it was a good one um. And then we get Kaminari and Ashido against against Nezu, Nezu. We get to see Nezu and like how he works and why he's like the principal. Um, and like the the other like I just felt so bad for the other two because they're co- they're both kind of dumb. Like they're just dumb people. So like it it doesn't work out in their favor. High spec we, is then, what his power is called. What is it? What is it? High spec. High spec. Okay. High spec grants Nezu, right. who it was formerly a regular animal, an intelligence surpassing that of normal humans. Through this quirk, Nezu is capable of thinking, speaking, and acting like a person. Um, due to his high intelligence, he's capable of formulating incredibly intricate battle strategies, allowing him from a single vantage point to destroy an entire industrial zone along with a designated path for just one well-placed construction ball smash. Um, he also does hold a grudge against other humans. <laughs> yeah, because they experimented on him, man. Poor Nezu, dude. Uh, yeah, and then next we get Koda and Jiro. Uh, big fan, because we didn't know anything about Koda until this episode. We knew nothing. I remember Googling like, like, and finding out through the manga what his, what his ability was. But like, I had no what idea what it was. his ability was at this point? Nope. You had no idea what Koda did. Koda didn't even have a, say a word. There was like a little tiny thing of like, him with like some animals around him but that yes. was like the oh yeah during the training that was all we got yep yeah but we had no like and yeah i think at that point i had already googled it because i was like who is this rock-headed kind of guy but uh yeah like that's that's all we kind of see but we get to find like he like he's 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 a giant wimp he's he's terrified of insects um but like he i can't what is the what is the word for what he does it's like it's literally speaking to like it's like something it's like any something any verse or something like that. I can't remember. But yeah, no, like, he, like any, any it, it shows it shows sorry. sorry. Any voice. Any voice. There we go. Yeah, yeah. So it like it, it kind of speaks to like how like like gentle of a character Coda is. Cause he he gets so he gets so screwed up when he actually sees uh which when he sees like Jiro struggling, which I like it tugged to my heartstrings a bit because I'm like, oh man, like he's still he's trying, right? He's trying. But he eventually just like kind of snaps and like unleashes a swarm of insects on present Mike, which was uh which was pretty sick. It was kind of cool to see him like use his power and that capability. Um, and then, then we, then we get my boy, my boy Shoji uh, and, uh, and uh, Hagakure against Snipe. I like Snipe as a character. I think like, I mean, he's just, he's a gunslinger, but uh, you know, he's like, he, I don't know. Aesthetically he's all right, but yeah, Shoji just gets, gets to do the exact opposite of what he usually does, which is usually scout. He was a giant distraction. So that was uh that did it for me. I don't know. I was happy with that fight, despite how short it was. And then, and then for the last fight, Dylan, I'm going to let you take this away because this this has your boy in it. 
It's the the, the uh, Ciro and Minata versus Midnight fight. I love this. I mean, he's just he's just he's being a little grape goon, but it like this is another one that just shows like you know what he's actually kind of sick. Like he could do stuff. Like he's cool. He's a good character. Um, I I I felt I felt bad. Uh, you know, because like he was because this was the one that like it wasn't like a super team effort, and this was like pre disconnected. Um, you know, because obviously like right at the beginning they hard separated and so like one past one failed but like my boy did it my boy came out and he actually did it he's sick and he's actually kind of smart and i I, i'm glad that they're able to show this a little bit because like he's just a meme he's just a little grape goon meme boy the whole time and then it's like yeah he does stuff yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. i mean he does like i mean he even like play pays homage to sarah because of the tape right like that was the only reason he was able to kind of beat her because of like what like sarah's like his 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 tape at the beginning but yeah sarah gets totally dicked like right off the bat um so yeah it was cool to see like a monada focused little bit where he's not just this like little pervert running around the entire time that was the reason he was fighting so hard i I mean he was still a pervert but he was just like he was a pervert with a purpose i guess nothing anyone ever wants to hear well i mean like dude how else am i gonna s- describe monada man like what what do you uh, what else do you want from me he's and, a troubled boy he is troubled he is troubled now now his like whole perception on women is tra- tra- like destroyed because of mount lady like he's having rough well, stuff i actually just want to bring up like because this midnight's messed up I love he's a messed Mid- up character. midnight is sick man midnight is no. a it's a she's a messed up character that's what i mean like this weird bdsm woman teaching children that's fucked up, dude. I'm going to say it. I'm going to be the one to say it here. That's fucked up. Dude, she's literally the R-rated hero. Like, that is her title, right? Like, which, like there's, like, so many things. Yeah. Not and, good for students. No, no. And I think I, I think I seen somewhere on, like, I think it was, like, uh... Like they were doing, like it was in between seasons, and they were doing like like backgrounds on like the uh, the characters from like from like the creator and stuff like that, and they were showing like Midnight's other outfits, and I was like, oh my god, man, like like her like her golden age kind of stuff, like similar to All Might, right? Was like even more skimpier. So you're like, holy, like okay, all right. Um, but I do like I do like her like her quirk is really cool. Like her quirk is like is pretty practical and pretty sick. She's just she's sick, man. She's sick in the head. <laughs> um. But yeah, then 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 we get then we get all the backstory on Bakugo, all the backstory, all the fights. This episode was amazing, man. Yeah, I'm waiting for somebody else to somebody else take this because I've been talking for a while. Dylan, it's all you. <laughs> no, no, you go off, Andrew. You're the you're the recapper. I know we just recap the recap. Um, <laughs> no, I, I I don't I don't know. I think I just don't want every single pair up activity for the rest. of of eternity to be these two. I don't well, think it's, it's not going to be. I don't think it's going to be. I think it was very situational because it was All Might and it was these two. You but had you had the guy who wanted these to two and All Might. Like well, not anymore. Like well, <laughs> no, wait, wait, like, when has it been them and All okay, Might? Okay, but, I've, but like, I just mean that whenever it's like it can never just be Bakugo and Deku. I feel like because I, it's hard without getting into spoilers. So we'll talk about this next season. Okay. No, but it's like them. Like, like it's their relationship, and it's such a big part of the story. Like, of course you're going to have this, and then of course you're going to have All Might. Because, like, in the background, All Might's pulling the strings of this because the teachers are setting it up. So he's like, these two, they're beefing all the time. I'm their hero. 
just gonna put me in there like obviously like this is gonna be the yeah pain. like i mean like you like i mean you can be pissed off that it's gonna be these two plus all might but i mean it has to be these two plus all might like there's there's no other way around it. like what other combination of characters would you put deku with deku gets along with literally everybody except for bakugo I know, that's why it's so cool perfect. to see him work with other people because he's so smart and comes with so many creative ways and just seeing him no, pound his head easy. against the wall with bakugo yeah, and that's not how he grows that's not how he grows, though, but him and Bakugo working together to, to, like, overcome, like, their main hero, both of their main heroes, both of them look up to All Might, which yeah. obviously with different ways, but, like, that's the purpose of this the, of this battle is they're working together, and they need to do that because, like, I'm assuming in, like, way later seasons, it's going to be Deku and Bakugo fighting, like, really tough villains and stuff because, like let's face it they're gonna be like two of the strongest people it's gonna be like them and Todoroki like they're gonna to have to pair up eventually and like this is them working out their grievances and it's a sick ass episode to do it it's such a good episode it really is because like for the first like 20 minutes of it it's the two of them getting their ass kicked because like one just wants to go like full out at like the guy he wants to surpass and Deku doesn't want to do anything Deku doesn't want to touch him because he's so he's so terrified of him right like he doesn't he doesn't he's not terrified but he idolizes him so much that he like he feels like he can't do anything right so no and you get so much you get so much growth with this episode and I'm so happy I do about agree it. with that the growth points the combat it was it was a really good episode I don't want to make it sound like I'm not getting the episode I think the lesson that um, Deku learned was super important. I think seeing those two actually working together despite not wanting to is being super important and does show growth for both of them. I don't want to take away the very cool and very big parts away from this episode. And, like, I, I guess I might be biased a little bit just because I love Bakugo so much because he's such a cool-ass character because they just, like, code him in, in being this, like, edgy boy who just, like, screams all the time. But, like, episodes like this show, like, it's kind of sick, dude. Like, Bakugo, he's kind of sick. Yeah, no, this, like, it, like this was, like, the depth episode for Bakugo that I've been, like, hunting for for so long. And you get so much of it, right? Because you find out, like, his motivations aren't, like, they're not, he's not twisted. He's not weird. Like, he's not, you know, he's not, like, this, this was the episode that I was like, okay, Bakugo's not going to be a villain. Bakugo has no intention of being a villain. It, it is all about him being literally the best tight like he he wants to be the best but i mean like you know there's like benchmarks for it right and all might's one of them so he looks up to all might so he can surpass him right so like it was yeah it was it was so refreshing to kind of get this and and just the scene where he does come back to try to help baka go and he goes with the full cowling punch and is just screaming please get out of the way as he goes to punch <laughs> all might it's just yeah. such a it's such a thing that he knows he has to do this. He knows he has to save Bakugo, but at the same time, he doesn't want... I, it's not only because it's All Might, but he just doesn't... I don't think he wants to hurt people. Like, he is not a person that wants to hurt people if he doesn't feel like he has to, and screaming, get out of the way, is just such a thing as he's going to beat the shit out of... I'm not beat the shit, but to do a punch straight to All Might's face. Yeah, and I mean, this also shows, like, that, like, like Deku and Bakugo are two sides of the same coin. They both really want the same thing in the end. They want the exact same thing, but they have like different hearts about it. They have the same exact passion, but different hearts about it. And I think it's really cool. And All Might is like the antithesis of that, right? Yeah. It's like it's like it's like the the physical manifestation of what they want. Um, that's already in their hearts. Yeah. And then they have to fight him. <laughs> like, yeah, and they have to fight. Also, when he gets like 
all my gets like kind of like serious and like a little bit scary <laughs> yeah dude like when like, uh, like he starts like he kind of starts like buckling down because at the beginning he's just like totally screwing with them and then he like actually like squares up with them i'm like oh damn dude like this is this is like no move all over again right so like it was yeah it was so good I mean, yeah. I mean, anything else from? I mean, that's so many fights. There are so many things to talk about. Is there anything else you want to go back and touch on? Give my boy Shoji more screen time. Give him all the screen time. I'd rather have more more Minata screen time. Wow, that's yes. that says something, yes. dude. Yes. I, I, I Holy think crap! Sh- Shoji's cool. I just don't think he's that. I I, I don't think he's that cool. I don't think I don't think he's had an opportunity to prove that he's cooler than like you just see what you get at face value. You know what I mean? Like you kind of like that's why I'm so big on depth with other side characters. Like even like Kirishima, like right off the bat, where you get to find out like he has like these huge inspirations from like other heroes, right? Um, yeah, no, I like you. Wait, man, Shoji's gonna get it. Shoji gets it. So I mean, so that I mean, so that leaves us with just one episode left, which is kind of like the teaser episode going into season three. Just kind of the shopping mall, League of Villains setup, uh, the Shigaraki Deku talk. Dylan seems hyped about this. So I'll hand it over to you now. It's so good, dude. This is the best final episode. I it's so good because like the scene of where like 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 Midoriya's like chilling or whatever, and he's just like he's just and he's just like he just like gets up on him, and it's like. Like, Shigaraki's just, like, right there. It's like, holy shit, dude. Because, like, his... Like, we were talking about this last episode. um, Like, last episode of the podcast. That his ability is scary. Like, decay is horrifying. Because it just dissolves people. And then it's just, like, broad daylight. Like, no like no real heroes around. It's, like, a casual setting. And he just rolls up on him. He doesn't have like, the hands on him either, this entire scene. Like, like yeah. it's just... It's Shigaraki and, like, just your normal, like, everyday get-up, right? So, like... Yeah. And you get to actually see his face, which is, like... And I actually seen, like, a uh, a panel for panel for, like, the anime and the manga. And they nail it. They nail it perfectly. So, you know, this, like, that... I was... I, I both loved and hated this episode. Because this was the worst way to end it and the best way to end it for a season. Because I was, like dude you can't you can't do that right like yeah, it was a perfect type episode yeah you also get to see the league of villains which we get into more next season but like you get you get you like this first glance at some of these characters and like these guys are like some of these guys look like the real deal right i think you only see two or three of them out of the large group we'll see next season yeah yeah but i mean even the ones you do see are still pretty i can't remember which three it is i don't, um, I don't think we're not introduced to any of their names um, no, 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 I know, that. I know it's Dobby and a couple other ones. Yeah, but dude, Dobby's, Dobby's freaking sick. <laughs> so, I mean, since we, we, there's not much talk about this episode, it's just, we all agree it's such a good hype episode. First off, is season two better than season one? Which one would you prefer? Oh, you can't do that, dude. They're two, they're, I mean, yeah, they're it's two. Really We're ranking seasons that we go by, like, season one or season two. Like, like you, you gotta say season two. We could even do like, yeah. arcs if you want. We do it by thirteen episode chucks to make it a little easier. So let's do season one, sports festival, and then this arc. Let's rank all three of those. I would say, I would say, uh, the second half of season two, um, season one, and then the sports festival. Because even though I really liked the sports festival. I just liked those a lot more than it. Sports Festival is a meme. Sense. Let's be real, man. Like it's no, like it's really good, but it's, it's good, not but as good. Yeah, okay. You know what? You know what? I'm still gonna go season one, 
this arc, and then and then sports festival. I'm saying season one, dude. I'm the same way. I no, I, I'm same way as Dylan. So second part of season two, Boo. season one, first part of season two. As much as I love the sports festival, season one's the masterpiece, and this is just such a good part. That it's just it's hard to Se- compare. Season I think season one just did such a good job of hooking anybody who watched. Anybody who I've recommended the show, they got through the first season. They're like, I need more. Yep. I need more of the show. Right. And right? it keeps it so, going. And it does. It does. Yeah, it does. It does it perfectly, right? Like even though I do rank the sports festival and all that a little lower, um, like it's I don't like I mean like like this tier list is very very close together. Even though like there it's like a one two and three thing, right? And then looking forward to season three, I mean, how, how excited are you guys for this? Do you feel like that continues on with it? Do you feel like that kind of drops it off? I mean, how excited are you to start talking about season three next week? So um, obviously the last episode hypes up so much. And so just a little story about how I got into My Hero. I got into it super, super late. So this was maybe a year ago or so. Um, I saw season one, immediately hooked. I had to keep watching. I saw, I saw this season. I'm like, this season rules. It's so sick. It leaves on that cliffhanger, and I'm freaking out, right? I'm, like, messaging my friend who, like, told me to watch it. I'm like, I can't believe they ended like this. I have to wait till the next season. He was like, dude, season three is already all the way out right now. <laughs> and immediately, that second, I dropped. I think I was actually, like, doing something important. I dropped it and started watching season three. And that's how I feel right now when we're going through recapping all of them. I'm hyped to watch season three because I'm remembering how sick it is. And we're only a month away from season four now. We're, I mean, at the time recording, we are a month and six days away from season four. I can't wait, boys. I can't. Like, I'm getting like, hype, hype, hype. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm looking but forward yeah, to season it. Season three just gets better to the show. As, we all agreed that season one is a masterpiece, but the show does continue to get better. Even though we don't always rank it higher, the show does continue to get better, and it keeps you in. It keeps the character development. It's hard to just rank things because it takes away. It doesn't make it seem like the show is getting better, but the show is constantly improving. Season three is no exception. I am so excited to talk about it coming up next week. So, but with that, I mean, that's really all we have for this episode, unless you guys want to talk about anything else, unless you have other talking points or anything. I don't know. Uh, I no, think we've we got to get into another really hard thing to rank, which is the uh, the Plus Ultra Awards. Yeah. So. That's going to be, like, given this season, this is going to be real difficult. <laughs> no, this is easy. This is so easy. Yeah, you, uh, this is easy? Okay, let, okay. Dylan, let's, let's go. Let's yeah, start, you yeah. start, start us off, Dylan. If it's so easy. He's going to say Deku's mom again. Ahead if it's so easy. Deku. Yeah. So it's it's easy peasy. Momo, Coda, Mineta. Easy three right there, baby. Wait. Momo? Wow. Coda. Yeah. Who? Mineta. 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 Oh, easy three, <laughs> baby. No, these are these are the times that we see the characters like really dig into themselves and go, you know what? I'm gonna like do stuff. I'm gonna do stuff and I'm gonna go above and beyond what I normally do. That's what it means to go plus ultra easy okay all right you going dylan or uh andrew i'm still thinking i'm debating honestly you're, you're really i'm curious to hear what yours are as well okay all right so number one or uh, number three we're gonna we're going bottom to top so number three is todoroki because he you get to see him actually start using his fire again like willingly and he gets a, and he gets a personality which is great they even joke about it um number two is coda 100% Coda. Love me some Coda. Uh, and number one is going to be Bakugo. I think yeah, our boy Bakugo one. deserves number one. 
you get you get some you get even more depth with the boy. You get to figure out why so you know why he like hates Deku and like hates like aspires to beat All Might and all that stuff. And I love that shit. So yeah, Bakugo gets my number one. Number three, Stain. Because of the ripples, Ooh. he is a major okay. reason season three happens. He is a major reason the first half of season one happens, and without him, certain events will not have happened that are major for these characters. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'll give it. I'll give it to you. Pushes along you. so many relationships that build worlds, and he is an extremely passionate. He is the definition of going plus ultra, because we even hear that whenever I mean, as bad as what he does is when he leaves a city, the crime rate in that city drops dramatically. He makes change. He goes above, and he does what others won't. Even though it's evil, it's incredibly evil. He still went plus ultra. He went beyond. He went more than the most. Number two has to be Deku. How is Deku not in your top three? He learned to control his Deku, power. Deku's a punk. Deku's a punk. Yeah, he's a main man. character. I don't care. Yeah, dude, he's you a can't give it to the main character. I mean, he still learned to control his power. This is such a big thirteen-episode arc for him. He learns that um, someone powerful, All Might, all that, isn't a god. That he can't fight him. That that isn't too far to reach for him. He learns to control his power. He stands up and fights Ida and is shown by someone that kills everyone but true heroes to be a true hero this is such a big 13 episodes for him i think i think me and dylan touched on this before but andrew you are a main character like you like you so i mean i could see why you picked Deku as number two like, no so th- this isn't an order for me this is just three i uh, it's so hard because okay. each one of them are such good ones um third Who's one the third i am going to agree with yaoi rosa that she really does come into herself this is such a big point for her we don't see her much in the beginning but we do see how hard she's trying in her internship to find what good out of it is showing that she is trying to work whatever ways to be a pro that she isn't going to give up and that she does really discover herself and that she had to come to the harsh realization um and kind of get over it which is such a big thing and they wouldn't have won without her there so no order on those three i mean if i had to pick it would be deku one because i think it is big and stain would be three so i guess that is an order but um wow there it is, dude. He just gave it away. It's, it's, I'm so upset with you. I know he's a main character, but this is such a big arc. Like, there are arcs where I will not give it to Deku, but this is such a big development one for him. And that makes me upset with you, too. Nah, dude. I stand by my I don't three. care. Coda, dude. Coda, the unsung hero. He, he got like 45 seconds of screen time. How is that going beyond? But he, every 45 seconds counted. Yeah. And you got you got you got to and like you even got flashbacks I would have with like his mom. over Coda. Come on, you two. You shut your mouth. We don't talk she about Sue. Drug we don't talk dealers. about. Oh yeah, she yeah, got her own. Cool. She got her own goddamn episode. No, you, you can't give it to somebody who gets their own goddamn episode. Why? That's a cop out. Deku gets his own show. Yeah, Deku gets his own show. That's why we don't give it to Deku. Get out of here with that. All right, you two goons. Anything else we want to chat about today? Anything else My Hero related? I mean, season three coming up. We'll be recording that in a week from there. We're getting so close to season four. I'm just getting more hyped by the day with every episode. Um, from this point on, we're going to be introducing ourselves with our hero names that were assigned by Dylan. What are have that? Fun, Advert? Have fun, Advert. Advert, Apothecary, Advert. and Advert. Fanfic? Yep. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I regret this show. You don't. You came up with it. 
But with that, I want to thank you all so much for attending this week's session of Class 1A. Um, next week, we will be covering the first half of Season 1, which is the Forest uh, Training Camp Festival um, arc, which is such an incredible one. So do make sure to keep up on those first 13 episodes for that. So what Andrew meant to say is we'll be covering the first 13 episodes of Season 3. What did I say? You said Season 1. So the first thirteen episodes of season one is just. I mean, we can watch season one again. It's really good. Yeah, exactly. Right. Y'all know what I mean. But yeah, guys, uh, with that, make sure to tell all your friends about the Class One A podcast and uh, hit us with that that sweet, sweet five star review. And you know we love it. Which will remember you will get a hero name from our very own Dylan Beal if you leave a five star review and tweet at us, contact us in whatever way, and let us know that he did leave a five star review. You will get your very own hero name that we'll read next week. And then also make sure you check out poppedoff.com and twitter.com slash popped underscore off for all your updates on all the podcasts that we do and this one and all the other hype content we do because we do a lot of other stuff. So check that out. But yeah, with that, that'll be all for this week's class session. We hope to see you all in class next Saturday.